One of my favorite ways to unwind is by playing a game on my phone while I relax on the couch. And June's Journey is my new favorite as it combines several of my favorite things, finding hidden items, decor and design, and solving a murder. In June's Journey, you dive into June's captivating quest to uncover a scandalous hidden family secret while discovering the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. As you uncover clues, you also get to build your own island estate with expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. You get to collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. You get to chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. So can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode contains adult themes and is not appropriate for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Kill a true crime podcast. I'm Sadie Eck. And I'm Courtney Eck. And it's Courtney's day. Yeah, get ready to get really weirded out. This is a terrible one. This is a very weird one. This one, I don't understand. It's very recent. I'm sure a lot of you have heard about it in the news, but I had no idea what the specifics were and I should have just set it down and backed away mm. because it moggles the mind. This is the insane, incomprehensible murders of Bart and Krista Halderson. Bart and Krista Halderson lived in Windsor, Wisconsin, and that's where they raised their sons, Chandler and Mitchell. Krista worked as a customer service representative for an auto body shop and loved working on art projects. Bart was an international director for an accounting firm and loved woodworking in his spare time. He was very involved in his boys' activities, especially the Boy Scouts. Mitchell was the more outgoing and easygoing of the two, and Chandler was described as a little more sensitive and quiet than his older brother. Krista was incredibly nurturing and was committed to raising, quote, the best men they could be and was completely devoted to seeing that goal through. The boys had a pretty idyllic life, spent time at their family cabin in Upper Wisconsin, which is a very dreamy place to grow up. In 2021, 24-year-old Mitchell was working in tech and 23-year-old Chandler was finishing college while he lived at home. He had a girlfriend of two years, 21-year-old Catherine Mellander, who spent a lot of time with Chandler and his parents and, quote, they were welcoming and loving. Bart was forever practical and eager to help and Krista shared cooking tips and exciting ideas for girly holidays. Oh, it was a happy, thriving home and a place Catherine enjoyed spending time. Chandler was pursuing a career in renewable energy, engineering, and had been given an incredible job offer to work at Elon Musk's SpaceX, so things were very much looking up for him. On Friday, July 2nd, Krista didn't show up for work, and her good friend and coworker tried to get a hold of her to find out why, but she didn't answer. He eventually decided to drive to the home to check on her and said that no one answered the door when he knocked and he noticed the coffee table was turned on its side, but nothing else seemed out of place from what he could see. He said he then looked through the garage windows and saw that both Bart and Krista's cars were there, which he thought was odd considering they weren't answering the door. And a moment later, Chandler came out of the side door wrapped in a towel and apologized for not answering the door because he'd been in the shower. He explained that his parents had gone up north to their cabin that morning to try to fix some damage that had been done by a recent storm, but they were supposed to be home by the 7th. The friend was relieved to hear it and texted Chandler over the weekend for any updates, but Chandler mostly claimed they didn't get any cell service when it was overcast at the cabin, but he was sure he'd hear from them once the clouds cleared. On Sunday, July 4th, Chandler called the friend, that same friend, and said that he was, quote, bored and needed something to do, and so Dan invited him over to watch the fireworks. Once he was there, Chandler told the friend that he'd spoken to his parents and that they were coming home the next day. So this is the same friend that was at the house? Yes, exactly. Okay. Her co Krista's co-worker mm -hmm. and good friend. So the friend was happy to hear it, 
and knew that Krista also had an upcoming doctor's appointment that Wednesday that she was anxious to attend because it had already been rescheduled once, so he knew she wouldn't miss it. Unfortunately, though, Krista failed to show up for work again that Monday or Tuesday, and so by Wednesday, July 7th, the friend knew that something was very wrong. God, can you imagine? No. No. The friend encouraged Chandler to file a missing persons report, and so an investigation into the missing couple was launched. Police started by visiting the Halderson home, and Chandler walked detectives through and pointed out things that his parents had taken on their trip with them. He also claimed that another couple that he didn't know had picked his parents up on the second to drive them to the family cabin. (laughs) The cabin is a typical rustic, remote northern Wisconsin lakeside cabin and had been built by Krista's grandfather in the 40s. Krista's sister Barbie was afraid that something had happened to them in the very remote area. And so Chandler's brother Mitchell and his fiancée drove three hours north to show detectives around the property and let them in the home where they prayed they wouldn't find the couple, and they didn't. God, I just, so much time has passed, too. Yeah, well, yeah, they, a, a solid week, basically. Right, so much time last to saw hide them. all evidence. Yep. The, the cabin was dark and empty, and it was clear that no one had been there in a very long time. While Mitchell and the police searched the cabin... Chandler went door to door asking neighbors if they'd seen or heard from either of his parents, but no one had. Chandler, who everyone called Chaz, had been a funny, goofy kid growing up and had excelled at swimming and loved soccer. His friend called him a, quote, goon and a hooligan and said he loved playing pranks. He was also very good looking and very popular with the ladies and had bragged to his friends about, quote, hooking up with other women behind his girlfriend Catherine's back. Once she caught wind of his affairs, she confronted him and he denied it, but she didn't fully believe him, so started keeping an eye on him via social media. After that, Chandler seemed to sort of clam up and moved back in to live with his parents. As detectives continued to search for clues, they received information on the day after Chandler reported his parents missing that he had visited a farm near his parents' house on the 4th of July weekend. They received a report from okay, so these owners of this farm uh-huh. who were I, I do believe I read the court reports, I believe it was Kat's mother and her mother's girlfriend. It was okay. a little confusing because you know how in the court reports it's all initials, right? So I know that Kat was one set of initials, and I do believe so. It said like Kat, Catherine's mother, and her mother's girlfriend. So I believe that's who owned this farm, okay? So Chandler and Kat went to the farm on the 4th of July. The owner of the farm said she then saw Chandler the next day, but at that time he was emerging from the wood line near Uh their home and his car was parked on the side of the road backed up to the nearby field. Don't go to the farm where they know who you are. Dude, this guy, I just... I mean, don't, yeah. Yeah, it's... We're just, I just keep covering cases of people who are not good at this, which is great. <laughs> right. You know, but you have great. everything going for you. Yes. Everything going. It's really hard to wrap your mind. It's so senseless. I can't imagine he was bullied. Everybody experiences some sort of bullying or hardship or something, but he had extremely loving parents, an idyllic upbringing. He was good at things. He was yep. smart. He was very good looking. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's reminiscent of the fish pond boy. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. So police assumed it was probably nothing and moved on. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I write these late at night and I say things like that to crack myself up. I totally (laughs) forgot I wrote that. (laughs) No, I really, uh, I really felt for the detectives in this one. They were Mm. clearly very overwhelmed by this case emotionally. Yeah. They did an amazing job professionally from what I can tell. But this one woman detective in particular, I watched a ton of interviews with her and she was just white as a ghost talking about it. It very much affected her. You can tell. Yeah. I'm just sitting here kind of mute because I know where it's going to go. And well, it goes way in a way worse direction than you think it's going to go. I was not prepared for where this one went. So they immediately went and searched the property for signs of why Chandler had been out there alone 
while other detectives picked him up and brought him back in for questioning. They asked him to tell them again about the last time he'd seen his parents, and he said that he'd gotten up on Thursday morning at 6 a.m. and his dad had been working at home all day. He said that he went to dinner with his parents that night, at which point they'd informed him that they'd spend the weekend with their friends up north. When detectives put more pressure on Chandler by telling him that they had information that painted him in a bad light and that he needed to tell them what happened because they were about to find out for themselves, he clammed up and asked for a lawyer. And that was a smart move on Chandler's part because as he was being interviewed, the other detectives had found the remains of an adult male torso covered in sticks in the field where Chandler had been seen over the weekend that his parents went missing. Just the torso. A fucking torso. Oh, God. They also found scissors, some type of pruning shears, and a broken bone saw covered in fatty tissue. Oh, my God. Hidden in an abandoned oil drum. That is the worst sentence you've ever said out loud. I know. I know. I was not... Ugh, I was not prepared. The torso was brought in for testing to try to determine the identity of the body, and Chandler was arrested and charged with providing false information. As the paperwork was being filled out, he said to one of the detectives that, quote, you don't know the whole story. And when another detective asked him if he was suicidal, he said, quote, I don't feel bad about what I did. Oh, shit. I read... I got those from the court documents, and I also read that he said multiple times leading up to that, like, can I, it, you know, if we if we go back downstairs, can I tell you the whole story? And they were like, no, you invoked your right to an attorney. We can't do that now. It's too late. And he said it multiple times, so I'm just throwing that out there. But I don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't know. So police interviewed Chandler's girlfriend, Kat, And she said that she couldn't begin to imagine him doing anything to his parents. Quote, that'd be crazy. I just don't see him killing Mr. and Mrs. Halderson. Like, he had SpaceX. Like, why would he jeopardize something like he would dream of, you know? Like, they're his parents. For Christmas, they got him and his brother matching tool sets. Like, come on. He cooks dinner for them. They have root beer floats together. They play Mario Kart whenever his parents want to. Oh, my God. Exactly right, Kat. Exactly right. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? You take away your champions. Yeah. It's so strange. Oh, my God. Like, how do you go from root beer floats to dismembering your father? Yeah, bone saws with... No. No. Unfortunately, Kat's words wouldn't hold up because by Saturday, the remains had been identified conclusively as belonging to Bart Halderson, and he had been shot at least twice in the back. Rumors started to circulate that maybe Krista had something to do with Bart's murder, because she's missing, right, Right. of the mother. And Chandler was lying to help his mother cover it up, but they continued to dig for clues. As they dug, they learned that while Chandler had been telling everyone he was enrolled in school for the previous semester, he'd actually flunked out completely. That isn't a reason to kill your parents. That happens so often. I know. I was like, there was a point and I I was like, I know this isn't the same case, but there was a point where I was like, oh shit, have we covered this case? Like right at this point, because I was like, this is so reminiscent of another case that we've covered. It happens all the time. Exactly this happened. Yes. You don't, that's not the, that's not the solution to the problem. If you're out there and you failed, you flunked out of college, don't kill your parents. No. They and won't I know that really care. That kind of pressure can affect kids, mm-hmm. but it should cause like depression, a little anxiety, some lost feelings. Yeah. And, remorse. Yeah. But here's what you do. Fucking get on a train and go across the country And get away from those parents if they're causing you that much strife. Don't set up a whole ass other fake life. No. And then kill them the moment they start to figure out that your life is fake. Because they don't care. No. And I don't even, I mean, I don't know, but I would speculate to say it seems like Bart was a little bit more structured and he was tight with money. And I think he probably had some expectations for them, but I don't get any sense at all that there was any kind of abuse or additional pressure or undue pressure put on these kids. No, there was root beer floats and Mario Kart. Yes. The Haldersons likely had no idea 
because when they asked him about his studies and why he wasn't paying rent if he had the job at the insurance company, I don't know if I mentioned that in the, earlier on. He had a like an internship job at a in American Family Insurance also. So when they asked him about his studies, he fabricated a chain of emails from made-up employees of the college he was attending. Then in June of 2021, Bart called the school pretending to be his son uh-huh. and learned that Chandler was not enrolled in school. And to make matters worse, he also wasn't working at the insurance internship he'd claimed he had. To make matters much worse, his upcoming job at SpaceX was also made up. Mm-hmm. I read that he had even secured an apartment and all these other things. It was supposed to be in Florida and he had already locked in an apartment and all this shit. Oh, Lord. Chandler had claimed he'd fallen down a flight of stairs when he was alone at home and had gone to the emergency room and was diagnosed with a concussion by himself. <laughs> Whoops, it Daisy. Whoa. Ah, Whoa. Concussion. He was given a neck brace and told that he couldn't fly in his condition, so he wasn't going to be able to take his dream job at SpaceX because they wouldn't hold the position for him while he healed. Mm. And I don't know how much of that information was public knowledge, but I get the sense that he had started to tell his family and his friends and girlfriend that, oh, shit, I can't do SpaceX because I can't fly down there soon enough and they won't hold this job for me, which I think is probably illegal, but whatever. Who knows with Elon Musk? <laughs> That's an excellent point. Yeah. Yeah. He, can, this is, he, he just does what he wants, apparently. Yeah. This is pre-Twitter debacle, so mm-hmm. it would be less uh, likely to believe. But yeah, post-Twitter debacle, would be like, yeah, no. Twi- <laughs> Elon Musk is not <laughs> trying to uphold the standards for the uh-uh. Family Medical Leave Act. That is for fucking sure. Right. <laughs> Just fucking cowboy Pete over there. Everybody gets a bed desk. It's called X. And also, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to leverage everything I have for this and then destroy it. He's insane. He's insane. (laughs) So Chandler was without an education or a job or a future job. And his parents were starting to figure that out. Bart and Chandler were scheduled to meet at his school on Thursday, July 1st, because Bart was under the impression that the school was withholding Chandler's graduation documents Mm. based on the fake admin delays he'd fabricated to keep his parents from learning his lies. So he had called them and learned that he wasn't currently enrolled, and so he had set up a meeting with them to get to the bottom of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Bart was like... We can getting upset because he kept getting these emails like, oh, these admin delays. Yeah, we'll get him his graduation documents, but there's been admin delays. And so he finally (laughs) called the school and was like, what the where the fuck are these graduation documents? And they were like, "Uh, actually, I don't see that you're enrolled in. Yeah, you didn't graduate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was a little I heard the call there. The call was recorded and I heard the person being like, well, you can take the classes, but you're not enrolled in the program. Mm -hmm. So I think that. Bart was like, okay, listen, my son, I'm going to come down there and we'll figure this all out and clear up these admin issues. Because I'm your dad and that's what I'll do and I'll help you even if you're a terrible liar. Right. I love you. Right. Assuming that Bart probably confronted Chandler and said, you're not enrolled. And he was like, that's bullshit. And so Bart's like, all right, I'm going to set up a a meeting and we're going to go figure it out. So at around 2 p.m. on the day the meeting was scheduled, Bart texted, quote, I'm ready whenever you are. And he was never seen again. Uh, no. Detectives searched the residence and found a shell casing in the basement, sections of the floor that had been removed, an outline from what looked like a half wall that was missing. I also read later in the court documents that they were going through a remodel. So this the floor missing floor and the half wall might have been a part of that. But, right. Um, and they indicated several areas of blood with luminol. And so Chandler was formally charged with the murder as detectives continued to search for Krista. Where is she? Today's sponsor this episode is Care Of. In case you haven't heard me talk about Care Of before, it's a subscription service that ships high-quality personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. Care Of makes taking your vitamins on the go so convenient with individual daily packs that are perfect for a busy routine. Just throw a few in your purse, gym bag, or lunch bag, and you're set. 
All you do to get started is to take a short, simple online quiz about your lifestyle, and Care Of will give you doctor-backed recommendations. It's that easy. So I found the quiz to be really easy. You just go online, answer a few questions, and then they tell you what they suggest. You can say yes or no to different options. For me, I got some really awesome electrolytes. I got chia flaxseed powder for my yogurt in the morning. I got super convenient daily vitamins that came in individualized packets. So all I had to do was open them up and take them. It really doesn't get any easier than care of. As winter's approaching, I decided to go ahead and take the quiz again. And as the seasons change, so do my needs. So I found new products that should help me as we transition into the colder, darker months. So for 50% off your care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code THEYWILL50. Again, that's 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter code THEYWILL50. Well, get this. This is a, you guys... I've always said that internet stalking is healthy. Just kidding. I've never said that. It's not. <laughs> but I do it and I love it. And those of you who do it and love it, here is the fool proof proof that you should do it because get this. Detective spoke to Kat and she gave them consent to download the contents of her phone. And she also told them that she had access to Chandler's movements through the Snapchat app. Oh, shit. Chandler and Kat also chatted through the app on Thursday the 1st, and their conversation read, Chandler's name was Kazzle Dazzle on Snapchat. <laughs> so Kazzle Dazzle, I hardly slept. Kat, I'm sorry, B, why? Chandler, I don't know, stuff hasn't really been going well for me lately, so I'm trying to plan for the next thing to fuck me over. Kat, it's going to be okay. Chandler, yeah, I just had a great future planned and it's falling apart. Also, I watched Aaron Moriarty read those words and it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. So Kat was unsettled by the messages. And so two days later, when she saw Chandler's avatar that she'd labeled hubby around 25 miles away from the house where he lived with his parents, she screenshot the image and saved it. Holy shit. Again, this is proof number one that you should just obsessively stalk people on. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But had she not, I mean, this is a huge, huge yeah. part of this case. So his location had been near the Wisconsin River and he'd been out there the Saturday after his parents went missing. And so detectives headed on over to search for any clues. The area had been one of Chandler's favorite swimming holes growing up. And within 45 minutes, they found two dismembered legs. Oh, God. And they were confirmed to belong to his mother, Krista. No. Yep. His favorite swimming hole? Yep. Oh, God. Yep. Chandler went to trial in January of 2022, and prosecutors claimed that Chandler killed his parents, dismembered their bodies, and hid them around the state to keep them from fully exposing all of his lies. <laughs> Quote, Chandler Halderson killed his parents on July 1st, 2021. He cut up their bodies with axes and saws and knives, and he didn't even give them the dignity of having a funeral or even a final resting place in one piece or together. Their remains were scattered across Dane County in public land on farms in garbage cans in rivers and perhaps every ditch is a possibility oh in this God. county. Yeah. Something about scattering them in places, multiple places, is extra fucking super awful for me. I just keep going back to the friend who was at the house and then had bonfire time while yeah. this kid's actively mutilating his parents and yeah, well, and them. going over to his girlfriend's mom's house for parties and oh, we'll get God. to it in a minute, like asking to use the pool and shit out socializing, just having a nice 4th of July weekend and then going home and staying up all night so he can dismember and burn his parents' body. What yep. the fuck? Yep. So detectives believe that he'd killed his parents with a semi-automatic rifle that was hidden in a barn on the farm where Chandler had hidden Bart's remains. The gun belonged to a man named Andrew Smith, and he testified that he and Chandler had met playing video games online while he was in the military. 
Chandler had eventually told Andrew that he needed a gun. And so Andrew gifted it to Chandler because he knew he'd, quote, appreciate it and take care of it. And he gave him 480 rounds of ammo. Oh, my God. Yeah. A neighbor testified that Chandler was at their house during the time the couple were missing and claimed that his father had taken a large amount of cash with him and they'd also brought a ton of alcohol. The neighbor claimed that these statements were odd as Bart was a notorious cheapskate and the couple barely drank. Hmm. So he's over at his neighbor is like, oh, yeah, they went off to party and <laughs> brought all this cash with them. And so Weird, like, uh, trying to set him up is like, oh, man, they could be anywhere. My dad just, I don't know, man. It's pretty mysterious. <laughs> what the? Like they're middle aged people. If you see a picture of these two, it is the most Americana, Northern, Midwestern, to a T, like Capri pants, you know, cargo pants. I'm I'm picturing all of Fargo. Just so darling. And their house is fucking immaculate. They show pictures of their basement and they have so many tubs. I'm so jealous of this tub situation. And every row of tubs Aww. matches itself. What? Yes. Like color-coded t- organizational tubs? Yes. They are all of the same oh variety of tub. Oh you know God. what I mean? Yes. Bart is not off Partying. doing shots. Yeah, no. there's no fireball at the cabin. There's no cash money. No, you psycho. Weird. Also, you're really bad at this. Thank God you're so bad at this. So Kat's relative testified that Chandler had come to the farm on July 5th. And when she asked how he had been doing, he said, not so good. And he told her he'd been having trouble reading words and numbers. I'm assuming related to his fake concussion. Mm-hmm. Sound like he was milking the shit out of that fake concussion. I swear to God, anybody who shows up with a neck brace, don't trust him. No, it's Do really not true. under un, any circumstance. <laughs> it's so true. How often have you, I'm sure a million listeners are like, um, I've had a totally legitimate neck brace, but no, it's no, really true. No. Yeah. Don't there's, believe it. There's like a 75% chance it's a fake neck brace. So do your due diligence because you might be getting neck brace. <laughs> it's very true. I have this, this bias. I think it's probably because of 80s movies too. And the bad yes. guy always ended up with a neck fake neck brace to get sympathy or yeah. Ted Bundy. I can think of two people in my life that have had neck braces Same. and they're both like super mentally ill and it makes shit up for attention. And so, no, don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a good uh, rule of thumb. <laughs> Take it from me. What was your lesson that we taught them earlier? Um, to uh, online stalk as oh, much yeah, as possible. Oh, yeah, stalk people and, and don't. Don't trust neck braces. Yeah, you guys are co- we we are giving we you some you. sound life advice this episode, yes. everybody. Some podcasts are like make missing person binders for yourself, and we're <laughs> like go deep, stalk your exes, stalk your exes, exes, exes. Which I have. I'm currently like still just check in every once in a while mm-hmm. on exes, exes, friends, mm-hmm. exes, mm-hmm. friends, exes. I just I just want to know how the story ends. I don't totally. know why. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything with this information at all. I'm not being, you know, I'm not sharing it with people. I'm just got to take my little tour around all the X's, X's, X's <laughs> just to see out of curiosity. Yeah. You know? I do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. <laughs> not my problem. <laughs> no, but, but if someday somebody shows up murdered, I'll be like, oh, okay, don't you worry. I will take you to exactly the place you need to go. <laughs> Here's this all investigation. of the screenshots that yes. I've saved. <laughs> Anyway, good Lord. So Chandler and his fake concussion. She asked if he was okay to be driving because he drove up to the farm and he said that he got lost a lot, but he was otherwise okay to drive. Stop it. Yeah. He had also told detectives that he wasn't able to drive because of his concussion and when they were questioning him. So he asked if he could use the pool at the property and she agreed. But when she saw him around an hour and a half later, he wasn't wet and the pool cover had never been removed. She said that she later saw him and his car parked by the tree line, which is when he was disposing of Bart's remains. God. uh. Kat testified that Chandler had asked her to bring over some cleaning products on the third, claiming he'd cut his foot on some broken glass from the fireplace cover, and she brought him a Swiffer and hydrogen peroxide, but there was no evidence that she had anything to do with the murders. Yeah. 
Detectives also found over 200 burnt bone fragments in the fireplace. Oh my God. And the neighbor's security camera shows that the fireplace flickered all night on the night they were murdered. Oh my God. He put them in the fireplace. Yes. Yep. And (sighs) Barbie, Krista's sister, who's this like stunning Floridian woman. I mean, her name is Barbie. I was like, you could not look more like a Barbie. She's so beautiful. And she was like, that was the thing that she and her cousins were like, that's, that was the most upsetting thing for them was seeing this footage of this little fire just flickering all night from the vantage point of the neighbor's house. So detectives searched Chandler's computer, and on July 8th, they found the searches. Body found Wisconsin. Woman's body found Wisconsin. Wisconsin dismembered body found. Dead body found in Wisconsin. Body found in Milwaukee River 2021. And Bart and Krista. I don't think you need to Google search that hard, bro. No, you're going to find out if they found out. I also get the sense, I wonder if he had gone to Krista's friend's house on the 4th, because he was excited to watch the friend be worried. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so gross. Yeah. He wanted to engage in it. I mean, he really was going out of his way to spend time with other people over that weekend. And I'm sure part of it was to alibi himself, but also... Revel in the secret he had. Yep. Seek out people that he knew he could enjoy watching them twist and turn about it. Chandler's defense didn't call any witnesses. and Their big argument was just that they, quote, just weren't going to know what happened. (laughs) I watched one of his lawyers. She's like, we're just not going to know what happened. We're never going to know what happened. So he should be let out. He's not guilty. They just said that there were still a lot of questions and not enough hard evidence to prove that Chandler was the murderer. So basically. (laughs) God. Yeah. He also had bruises on him. He had cuts that looked like he'd obviously been out in nature, pushing through brambles and bushes and shit. It's just, yeah, there's plenty of fucking evidence. There's not that many questions. But in the end, the jury deliberated for just two hours before finding him guilty of all charges. Wow. I mean, two hours sounds like too, too many, in my opinion. Guilty. Yeah. But honestly, too, if it hadn't been for Kat's damning piece of evidence Mm -hmm. that they have his GPS avatar at the exact spot where his mother's legs were found on the day. So fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So at sentencing, Chandler read a statement and said, quote, Your Honor, I want to take this opportunity to state my intent to appeal my convictions. If there are any lawyers listening and willing to take on my appeal, take a moment to please reach out to me. It's not that I do not have feelings. It's that I was warned to not show them due to the scrutiny of this case. (laughs) Thank you. That was his... Yes. That was his statement at, at for sentencing. sentencing. Yep. Wow. Aside from being a real fucked up thing to say, Chandler Halderson's own attorney filed a no merit report, meaning they did not find grounds for Halderson's appeal. Oh, shit. Quote, a no merit report is when the court appointed lawyer assigned to the appeal has read and reviewed everything that has happened before and at trial Then the lawyer decides if there isn't any issue they can argue for an appeal because it would be, quote, frivolous and unethical. Mm -hmm. Quote, in the report, it states there was sufficient evidence for a jury to convict Halderson on all counts. This includes evidence that shows Halderson had recently been at both locations where his parents' body parts were found. It's very hard to look at the transcript and find an error that would be so significant that you think the outcome would have changed. So assuming the lawyer had already, the lawyers had already told Chandler, like, yo, you're not going to get an appeal. And so he was like, I'm going to take this opportunity, knowing that the sentencing would be filmed for television, to ask for another attorney. Gross. Gross. Creepy. Well, I can't help his poor fucking brother. Yeah. (sighs) Poor everybody. Poor everybody. Yeah, and his brother's... I couldn't find anything from his brother, but his brother's fiance testified that she was terrified and that she did not want him out and that they feared for their life. Yes. He was out. 
Yes, yes. I would fear for my life. And I don't know this guy, but he can just do that and move on and have zero remorse. Yeah. Yeah. Barbie was like, you just couldn't even script this because you just could never begin to put these things together and assume that anybody would think that any of these things were true or reasonable or it's too much. I mean, it makes me think about if our cousins, we have this amazing East Coast family with loving moms and great kids. And yeah, if one of those. Yes. One of our cousins did this to their parents. Yes. I would never in a million years believe it. No. It would be possible. Like, no. Why would you do that to them? You know, like. Yes. No, it's very similar. They had wonderful families. I watched my aunts make raspberry vinaigrettes and shit growing up, you know. Like, yes. From scratch. Live for know, their like, kids. What? Yeah. yeah. So the judge responded, quote, I cannot conceive of a way to fulfill my duty to protect the public that I serve were I to perceive that at some point in time, an individual who committed these crimes should be released back into that public. Mm-hmm. I cannot grant to Mr. Halderson the generosity of spirit and empathy that his grandmother has for him. She stood by him through this. She was like, I'm devastated, but also I love him. Which, <laughs> of course. Which also shows the where he yes, came from. Totally. Empathy, which his own parents would surely have had, were he just owned up to what he had deceived them about. I have to, for this sentencing, ensure that the only time Mr. Halderson comes back into the community is to have the privilege of a burial that he denied his parents. Oh, chilling. Booyah, judge. (laughs) God, it's got to feel good to say that shit after trial. You know, for all the grief that you have to go through as a judge to be able to just put a little couple booyahs Mm -hmm. in there. And he gave him life in prison without parole. Good. No big surprise. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I also appreciate their sentence. Their booyah moments. <laughs> yes. And that, my darlings. No, let's yeah. bring them back. Let's go that back and do it again. That is the story of the guy who killed his parents because he didn't get into SpaceX. Oh I God, never even no. tried. They'd never even heard his name. It was all made up. Uh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. What? Uh, I know. I just can't do it, Court. I know. So let's just recap real quick. If yeah. you find yourself stuck in a really big lie and it makes you feel bad inside, you don't know what to do. Get a therapist, maybe. Let yes. them help you through that shame. <laughs> yes, at a minimum. Get a yeah. fucking therapist. Talk to a friend who isn't attached to your future well-being and say, hey, what would you do? I'm, I'm in a nasty situation. Yep. Or uh, maybe just try to say the bad part out loud to your parents who love you. Yes. And realize that whatever you've made up in your head is not going to be as bad as their reaction. It really is. No. Yeah, no. And yeah. If, it, if it is, then run away, fly away, train mm-hmm. away, hitchhike, mm-hmm. get yes. out of there. Yeah. If you have parents who are abusive and are conditional in their love of you, then you should just leave them alone. Yes. Just go away. Oh, yeah. There are plenty of parents out there that are like that. And those totally. parents don't deserve to die either. No, no. They just don't deserve to have a, a true relationship with you. No. Yeah. You can set that boundary. No prob. <laughs> I encourage it. Yeah. I think about it all the time with my kids and I say it to Ryan. My goal right now, especially as they get older, is to create as best as I'm able to create a space for them where they can come to me. Where yes. I, I control my reactions to the things they do and say maturely enough that they know it's a safe space. And then this is by no means me saying that Krista and Bart didn't do this for their children. Just right. something I think about a lot. I yeah. want to create a space where my kids can come and know that it's okay to tell me the worst things. And totally. that I might not be able to fix it, Yep. but I'll have their back as best I can. I can at right. least problem solve and we can figure it out. Yep. And that if there's nobody else in the world that will still accept them or love them, I will. And we'll figure it out. It's it's okay. Yeah. Especially because I think we're so hard on ourselves. Yep. And then there's the, the, the like, they... I know. And, and then, then sometimes you just have these people out there that just murder. Like, there's no yeah. reason for it. Yeah. And like I said before, it was a scenario where Bart was like, listen, bud, you're 23 years old. You're supposedly making all this money yeah. and have this huge job opportunity on the horizon. Where's your grad? What's it called? Your 
your degree, diploma, your diploma. Yeah. Where's yeah. your diploma? Where's where's your money? Why are you living at home? You should be living on your own. You should be presenting as this person that's as successful as you claim to be. And also you can live your life however you want. Mm-hmm. You know, your parents might not love for me to say this to you, but you can just live your life however you want. And we Especially had a Especially when you're in your twenties. Especially yes. there is no yep. rush. No. Figure it out first, especially if you're going to college and racking up hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. Yes. Take your time. Figure it out first. Yeah. The people who love you will take care of you or not, or you'll find a community of people who love you, who will help take care of you. You know, Mm -hmm. you'll fucking figure it out. You eat ramen. There's just just so many. I've been poor more than I haven't. Mm -hmm. And... I was just as happy, if not happier than, you know. Like, yeah, absolutely. Well, well, thank you for that terrible story. I was happy to learn the details of it because I like it's one of those ones that the headlines were so sensational when it mm-hmm. happened. And I was like, oh, and then I never looked into it. And then I found it and was like, OK, this is fucked up. Yes, it really is. Yeah. Well, do we want to do name time? Yeah, let's do some name time. I am going on vacation next week. And so the next episode will probably not have name time on it because we're we're front loading a a few so that I can leave the country. I do plan to come back. Um, (laughs) You're not escaping. No, I don't have to set that boundary (laughs) with my family members. Thank God. You're like, Sadie will not listen to me. I have to flee the country to get away from her. <laughs> um, uh, whenever one of the people we grew up with, her daughter listens. Hello. Hello. And she was on the phone with a woman named Tammy May Tinkle. <laughs> she may. We all may tinkle. <laughs> Tammy May Tinkle. <laughs> Sean Dickensheets. Ah, Dickensheets. Dickensheets. That's <laughs> <laughs> so cute. That's very um, funny. <laughs> multiple people have sent this to me, and I could have sworn I've read it before, but it keeps getting sent, and so either this episode hasn't been heard yet, but I'm just going to go ahead and say how we do it again, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Glenn Payne DDS. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, God. See if I can remember his first name. I might have to make it up. I was driving down uh, the Earl Grey Plumbing. Oh, my God. Have you guys heard of Earl Grey Plumbing? (laughs) It's been a minute since we brought that up. (laughs) No, I have been shamed into keeping that part of my life quiet. (laughs) That's why I'm leaving the country to get away from you saying Earl Grey Plumbing. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. If she she says it one more time, I'm going to Italy. (laughs) Um, No, I think it's... Richard Corn DDS. Oh, no. <laughs> it oh. might not be Richard, but I know the last name is Corn. No. But if it's Dick Corn DDS. Anything. Yes. Corn yeah. DDS is yeah. magnificent. Yes. That yeah. is. And it's one of those that I have driven past it for years and years. And then the other day I look up and it was like, oh, shit. Corn <laughs> dentist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Sam Sung. <laughs> Crystal Ball. <laughs> Nutbush, Tennessee. Tina yeah. Turner's hometown. <laughs> oh my God. Nutbush. Yes. That's amazing. Cinematographer. Mirko Popodak. Popodic. Popodic. That's an amazing name. Popodic. Popodic. Mirko Popodic. Either way, that's yes. amazing. Lieutenant Colonel Chad Bonecutter. I mean, like. <laughs> If your name is Chad Bonecutter, you better rise to the rank of Lieutenant Colonel. At least. General Chad Bonecutter. Yes. President Chad Bonecutter. That's what this country needs. We need President Bonecutter. I would definitely vote for President Bonecutter. ASAP. We could all get behind that. Mm -hmm. We haven't really had a president with a super cool last name. Obama's probably the closest, right? Yeah. It's all like Bush. Williams, Jackson. Bone cutter. <laughs> we need a homelander. We need a bone cutter. But little evil, we? little good, good, evil for good. Yeah, yeah, it's time. Oh, somebody works at a grocery store and their liquor vendor's last name is Champagne. Yes. 
speaking of people who have the name of their jobs and also a friend of theirs is a librarian named pa- or a friend of mine met a librarian named Paige Turner. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's surname is Bird and their first their dad's first name was Tim so their name was Timber. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Someone uh, they work with has the name Richard Rick Anus, A-I-N-I-S. Richard knew better than to go by Dick. <laughs> Renee Bean Wiper. Oh, my God. Hyphenated <laughs> Bean Wiper. <laughs> oh, my God. The images From Australia, too, to which I imagine oh in Australia, Bean Wiper is even funnier. Holy shit. Than cuter. <laughs> bean Wiper. <laughs> so good and it's so gross and so many like I, every image that comes to mind is not i know but also like amazing and adorable and like the yeah. universe has a sense of humor to bring two people together with bean and wiper his <laughs> last name <laughs> so now i'm picturing like a little cartoon bean like a little jumping bean and he's getting yes really, like wrapped up in a soft towel <laughs> or like has a little towel going <laughs> behind its back like rubbing his little bum i'm a bean oh my god so good it's so cute it's so cute. God, covered a lot of ground today. It's kind of okay to stalk people online. Keep it keep it non-toxic. Keep it to yourself until you need to solve a murder with it. And if you get a neck brace, you need to carry around the doctor's order yep. for the neck brace at all times to yeah. prove that it's necessary and not just for attention. Yeah. And if you are somebody who is approached by someone wearing a neck brace, please ask to see their documentation exactly. before trusting them. Be like, anymore. wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. But you know, I just recently moved and I've been counting the stairs. That's a two story, which according to my six year old, almost six year old is very rich. The height the, of luxury. Yeah. Yeah. He even said we, before we knew we were going to move into this house, he was plotting for us to just move into random people's two story homes so that we could be rich. Yeah. So much to my six-year-old glee, we have moved into an actual two-story home. And I almost fell down the stairs oh my on God. my own the other day. And I've been counting the stairs because I need like runners or grips or whatever. So I, I was counting the stairs. I wasn't really paying attention to my body, just how many stairs we had and tripped and was like, oh, shit. I almost died. I almost yeah. needed my own neck brace. And yeah. so now I just feel like I'm pushing yeah. the limits here. Well, when but I, you also know better than to not carry around some sort of exactly. proof that you need the neck brace in case you're confronted, in case you actually need help with your groceries or something. You're yeah, like, we do no, the no, opposite. No. Yeah. I would like, like a, just get turtlenecks to cover up the neck brace. Yeah. <laughs> People would be like, whoa, what happened to your neck? I'd be like, oh, no, this is always what it's looked like. <laughs> this is not a neck brace that I really need for my own health. Which gets oh, really weird God. on the opposite side of things. So just make sure you get one of those full. I feel like people who wear the full head cages, like the full <laughs> spinal cages, like those are more believable and trustable. So if uh-huh. you need just a neck brace for some stability for a couple of days, go ahead and upgrade to a full cage. You know? Right. But that's only because you trust Romy and Michelle. And also um, 16 Candles. Mm-hmm. So Joan, it's Joan Cusack's character in 16 Candles. <laughs> just kind of comes back to what did the 80s movies teach us? Yeah, not good things. Not good things. They taught Never. us to distrust people who are having medical emergencies. And um, sexual assault is normal. Totally and fine. fine. <laughs> Common and encouraged. Yes. And mm-hmm. racism. Bullying. Fine. fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your Women aren't worth anything, period. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that men should be forgiven for being just straight up like abusive. Yeah, sexual assaulters. They have a heart of gold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can change them if you work hard enough. Yeah. All kinds of good, yeah. all kinds of good nuggets in there. Yep. Aye. Wow. Okay. Well, um, let's do a couple names. Outies. Yeah. Do a couple shouty outies. Full if disclosure. You- we did these last <laughs> week and I, it was awkward. So we're redoing these. So That's I'm sorry so you guys, you didn't get them last week, but I quality and not quantity. I will say it until I die. If these aren't good, we're not going to post them. No. Right. And I think it's so hard to do what you do, Court, with shouty outies. I've tried once and it was really, really hard. So kudos to you. It's all I have to say. The fact that this is the only time we've ever decided to re-record them. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yep. Um, I was I was on Cameo 
yesterday because I think I'm going to send my friend a cameo because I forgot her birthday. And I really wanted to send her one from Channing Tatum, but you know, shocker, Channing it's Tatum so is not expensive. on cameo. Oh. <laughs> no, but I was like, you know what? I'll just go and look and see. Maybe yeah, he's, he's got like, bigger fish to fry. <laughs> yeah. He's a funny guy. Maybe he's got a cameo. Who knows? No, he does not. No. But I was like, maybe we should do a cameo. Does anybody want a cameo? Like if you're, yeah, I mean, we could just sign up and see what happens. Right. Yeah. It's like anybody want like a little birthday shouty outy? Seriously. I mean, we have done, we actually hosted a whole ass, it was like a, a party. Carol party, basically. Well, it went well for somebody specifically asking us. Oh, that's right. For their boss who I think quit and was moving on or whatever. Right. But yeah. Like, and man, for somebody else's birthday, we did a shout out. So yep. yeah. Might, you might want as well. us to do that? We can. Yeah. So if there's any interest, say me, I, <laughs> and then we'll set one up. All right. Well, if you would like a shouty outy, join us over on Patreon. 170 episodes, you guys. Wow. You know this. You've heard it. It's worth it. Yep. Um, and then you'll get a shout out eventually. Once they're good enough, once Courtney gets her shit together. <laughs> <laughs> Not. Can't promise anything. Oh, but thank you so much to Laura C. Laura C comes to me in the fires of humanity and she rises up with her fists of power, her fists of pain. She slams them down and it begins to rain and she says, listen up, babies, I am so hot. I am on actual fire. And we say, we know we can see it from here. You're so, so powerful. You're so attractive and you're so brilliant and you are so accomplished in everything you do. We worship you. Weird key change right there at the end. Awkward. No, I think that... uh it was worth the redo. That yeah, that felt good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to Gracie B. Gracie B, can't you see how much the universe conspires for you? Gracie B, oh, can't you see that you have everything you need to be who you want to be? Gracie B, oh, can't you see that it's up to you to... Capture your proximity to greatness because it's right fuck there. It is what right up on ya. It's really, really there. It is, you are basically in it. You embody it, whether you know it or not. And if you don't, then you should figure it out because you're hot, hot, hot. Gracie B. Oh, can't you see that it's you, babe? It's you. <laughs> Thank you, Gracie B. <laughs> Last but certainly not certainly least. Certainly not. Thank you so much to Jenny B. Jenny B. Come to thee and weep in the presence of Jenny B. Jenny B, find it through the sea of gratitude and beauty for all charity. <laughs> I've lost the thread, but I promise I'm finding it again. Maybe Jenny B. Majesty is your middle name, Jennifer Majesty B. Jenny B or is hyphenated with also the word to be celebrated, Jenny B. You are the most magnificent one of us. You are the one that rises above. You are the one that finds the truth through the darkness. <laughs> Jenny B, you're the one. You are the son and daughter and everything in between those things. The one that comes from the beginning of time and life and inspiration. <laughs> Take a little moment to 
go inside and look in through. You will see that everything you need is already in there. Hush your mind, child. Listen closely. Everyone knows that it's you. You are such a fucking badass and a babe to boot. <laughs> oh, guys, it really feels as good as you think it does to say, hush your mind, child. <laughs> and I also always love when you start channeling Tenacious D. I do too. I could just do it all day long. <laughs> I love it. Oh I love my god, it. it feels really good. It feels as good as you think it does. So overwhelming. Uh-huh. It feels kind of like, um, uh, yeah, like a roller coaster. Yep. <laughs> Get off and you're like, wow, uh-huh. I feel wow. great. But wow, I need to sit I, down for a minute. <laughs> I'm very curious. So we have after today, I think we have four more episodes to record between main feed and Patreon. Yeah. Before you go out of town for a while. Yeah. And I feel like they're just going to get exponentially weirder. I think so too. Right? I think you we have, have been spending a lot of time together recording. Yeah. Uh in the last week and it's just like it's going to ramp up and so when Courtney and I delve into madness it's yeah. that's why. That is why. But we can only know, channel this amazing creation of they will kill for so long before their brains explode. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> It's just like when you wake up and you're hungover and you're like, no, I'm just going to make it a giddy hangover, not a bad hangover. That's how I feel. Exactly. Or um, when the Saturday Night Live had the skit about the teleprompter going bad, like it stops working and then the newscasters (laughs) like delve into madness and start eating each other. You know that skit? Yes. That's us. Oh, yes. I'm very well familiar. (laughs) Also, like, is there anything better than a anchor blooper? There's not. No. No. Eric Weihemeyer, who <laughs> climbed Mount Everest, but he's, he's gay. gay. I mean, blind. <laughs> oh, Eric Weihemeyer. Oh, 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 my God. Poor, poor gay Eric Weihemeyer. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit, the news, they're on to me. They just outed me. Oh, my God. Imagine meeting Eric Weihemeyer. Like, imagine being out in the world. There's a man, a blind man who's climbed Mount Everest. And you meet him uh-huh. in the world, like at a dinner party. Yes. And you find out you're sitting at dinner with Eric Weihemeyer. Oh, my God, I would I die. would fucking My die. life would be complete. It'd be like meeting Paul Rubens, R.I.P., David Bowie, Eric Weihemeyer, uh-huh. like right up there. See if we can find audio of that clip to play for the people who do not know what we're talking about. But he's gay. He's gay. I mean, <laughs> I mean he's, he's blind. blind. <laughs> she says it twice. He's gay. I mean, he's <laughs> blind. <laughs> oh, my Lord oh, God. God. Uh, okay, babies, we love you so much. We and if do. you want to spend more time with us, that is on you. <laughs> that's but your par- that's your problem. That's your problem. But there are outlets to do so. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, or YouTube at They Will Kill. You can go to our website, theywillkill.com. And you can always email us at theywillkillpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget the podcast. Nope. Rate and review and subscribe to us. But better yet, Share the word. That's going to be our new rate and review. Yeah. Don't even bother with that. Talk about us to everybody you know. Just get real weird like we are. Just that's all you talk about is they will kill. Obsessively so. Yeah. Yeah. Let it all. Let it all consume your time. (laughs) Courtney stalking exes, 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 Mm -hmm. exes (laughs) and currents. Yes. Quit your job. Talk about us only. Goodbye. (laughs) Uh, thank you, AJ Bergans, for your music. Thank you so much. And remember, um, I recently got on Tupac is Gay TikTok, which is I want like to stay firmly on Tupac yes. is Gay TikTok. And regardless of Tupac's sexuality, um, it just makes me think a lot about how much of ourselves we cover up for other people, mm-hmm. and that is a tragic thing to yeah. do. So. There's nothing better and more powerful than authenticity and people really (laughs) respond to it. Take us for example. Yes. I didn't find myself. I didn't start being successful until I 
stopped presenting a version of myself that was not authentic. Yes. Well, and spending the vast majority up until like a year ago, only caring about what other people thought of who I was to the point where I would completely stuff down anything that was authentic about me, including opinions or, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what, when you're willing to be your vulnerable self and to watch the people, most, the majority of people will be like, oh, I actually really love this, all of this. You are worthy, uh, you know? Yeah. 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 It's really, really, really fucking true. And watch the universe get behind you to make all your shit come true because that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. The whole point Mm -hmm. of being here is to be yourself, to be be in this one life and to live it as the person that you are. And Mm -hmm. man, free yourself, babes, free yourself, free that little spirit inside of you. You deserve it. The world Mm -hmm. deserves it. And we love you so much. We really, really, really do. See you real soon. See you like tomorrow. See you 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 a bunch of wire layers. We love you. (laughs) You little bean wipers. Bean wipers. (laughs) You're our little Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.